Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, hi. Can you hear me, Chris? <laughs> yeah, no, I can hear you. Oh, just, uh... I cannot hear you, Chris. Oh, really? You can't? Your mouth no? is moving. Okay, hold on. Let me see if it's me. I have returned. Come back to me, Chris. Can you hear me? Yes, I believe it was me. I believe oh. my headphone situation is a little precarious fair enough do we want to redo that let's redo it let's do it live (laughs) (laughs) we'll do it live we are the sci-fi wise guys uh i don't even know how to start now because i said how are you doing and then i don't know what you said so i'm starting over pulling how you doing doing, buddy i can't what oh you want to start over i'm just gonna keep talking and interrupting the five seconds (laughs) i made i made a mistake i messed up i was up late yesterday i got i got home late i was out and had a great time and then i came home i played a little bit of games and i was like oh i'm gonna set up the stream for tomorrow let me really dive into this so we've been using Streamyard, which is a paid service you get you get make a room you get a link you can put a little background on it it like moves your videos around automatically it records and it'll stream to youtube and twitch all at the same time a really, really cool tool. I mean, you know this. I'm just saying it for the people. For the, for the people. Yes, for the people. It's a great service. I would recommend checking it out if you're looking at doing a, a talking head style stream, for sure. The problem with using it for us is that it is a paid service, and it's just our two heads. If we were having a, like sometimes three, sometimes five, having guests all the time, uh, it would, StreamYard would be a lot more useful. Uh, since it's just the two of us, I thought, okay, we can set something up in OBS that's free. It saves me 20 bucks a month or 25 whatever it is, and get everything going. So I'm using a service called Video Ninja, which is a nice little play on words, that allow. it's more or less the same thing. It, it, you, you dial in or you hit a link and you end up in a little video chat room, and I can take each of our videos individually as browser sources and put them into OBS, which is pretty cool. But couldn't figure out how to get it work the other day so i found out that there was just there was a button that i a checkbox i missed in obs so (laughs) my bad uh, as far as like getting the audio to work correctly and then there were some video settings and whatnot uh, that i needed to uh to correct but so i was up late last night like it's it's 145 and i'm wrapping up right i know because you were texting me yes (laughs) and then i was like oh i gotta I want to go to bed. So at 1, 145, 150, well, I finally went to bed around 2 a.m. I realized that I hadn't watched the show that we're going to be talking about. I spent hours setting up the stream so we could talk about this television show and then neglected to watch the show. I almost watched it last night and I decided, no, I went to bed. I set an alarm, which I haven't set an alarm. <laughs> I don't usually use alarms. Uh, unless I'm like on a work site or something and I need to be, I need to be there. So it's, it's very, very uncommon for me to be home and set an alarm. So I, I set an alarm for nine o'clock. I woke up, crawled out of bed, kind of like situated myself, started the show, looked at the time and then texted you and said, oh yeah, hey, uh, 1030 was when we we're going to get together. <laughs> Let me just add 57 minutes to where I am now. <laughs> so this is fresh. This is probably the freshest something's been in, uh, in a while. Now, maybe since... Now, lower deck stuff. I'm very, uh, very excited to talk about it, I guess. 
So that's that was my mistake. I apologize for getting the late start. And then it's okay. I pushed it. So I pushed it back thirty minutes, which isn't too bad. And then I get a message from you seven minutes before we were supposed to start, and you pushed it back a few minutes. <laughs> so we're not consistent. No, no, we're not consistent in the slightest. I'll have you know that I decided to watch it last night. <laughs> were, were you watching it while I was messaging you? Yes. <laughs> You're asking me questions about it. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's let's watch I'm it. In. Let's watch it. I'm in it. Oh, God. So I, I didn't mean to segue into talking about you know what we're doing or, or getting everything started. I was going to say, um, nice intro. Yeah, that was a fantastic. I'm a professional, <laughs> Christopher. Please. I have released 100 podcast episodes. I've released well over 100 <laughs> podcast episodes. It has oh, been. Oh, that's true, yeah. It it's is true. 100 mainline episodes and then what we counted close to 30 bonus episodes so i think yes yeah 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 and we're gonna hit another we're gonna hit 200 about halfway through the year so i think there's a there's a statistic i don't know how accurate it is but when i read it it's when we started podcasting i believe in 2020 it was 50 percent of all podcasts released less than 10 episodes oh yeah and then we had 11 episodes before we even released one (laughs) we were ahead of the curve from the beginning yeah i think we're i I honestly like i'm not even being snarky or condescending i do think we're in the top 20 percent just because we have released more than uh, 50 well there's also the statistic that if you have more than 20 listeners then you're in the top 50 percent yeah which is thanks everyone uh, yeah which is us thanks guys barely but we're there we're in the top 50 percent this is for the fans Can we tell the listeners our Dead Space story? Dead Space story. I I don't remember the Dead Space story. Wait, is it the one where I watched it? For like 20 minutes? <laughs> well, this is Dead Space 2. It was Dead Space 2. I've oh, played yeah. the well, first no, one. I'm referring to the original Dead Space. I've played the like, first Dead Space. We had, remember, uh, the buddy that we've discussed on Mutual Times, um, who used to pirate video games. Uh, I've never pirated yeah. a video game. Yeah, I said, I said the buddy used yes, to pirate video yes. games. He pirated Dead Space, and he's like, hey, I need you to play this because I need to know how it plays so I can sell it. And I was like, cool. I, I didn't know anything about Dead Space like, because it didn't have a cover because it was just a blank, you know. Right, because it was a pirate. <laughs> with Sharpie on it, Dead Space. <laughs> so I started playing, and I was like, man, this is kind of cool. It's like a little creepy like puzzle game a little bit. And then the Necromorphs show up. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is a horror game. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. The second one's really fun, though. <laughs> I started I started the first one multiple times. Like, I watched you play it, and I've gotten a couple of hours in to that game a couple of times before. I'm like, you know what? I don't like being scared. I'm out. New listeners uh, or new viewers just know that Anthony is not the biggest fan of horror Horror's not the biggest fan of Anthony. It gives him nightmares and stuff. <laughs> and if it didn't, then maybe, you know, I'd be That's down. Fair. But I just, I I think it's, hopefully they're not in here, but it might be my parents' fault. My mom <laughs> is on record saying that uh, I wasn't allowed to watch certain movies as a young child because she didn't want to have to deal with me being scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like her line. She was a loving mother. I have nothing but good things to say. But apparently that was just something she didn't want to deal with. And so I was never <laughs> exposed to it. So it just creeps me out, man. It creeps me fair out. Fair enough, fair enough. Same thing with My Little Pony. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> They're horses and they can talk. What the heck? You doing with Mr. Ed? Why are you talking trash about Mr. <laughs> Ed? He's an American icon. Have I ever told you my Mr. Ed joke? Go for it. What what <laughs> what sound do horses make? What? <laughs> Wilbur. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
My granddad, he turned 70, told me that joke, and I was like, I'm uh, keeping that one. Yeah, you're just holding on to that one, keeping that, keeping keeping that, that close one, to the chest. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we should actually talk about the thing that we watched, right? We Yeah. So <laughs> here on the Sci-Fi Wise, guys, we watch and review straight to stream, typically straight to stream, science fiction and science fiction adjacent movie shows, whatever. And then apparently talk about video games and mm-hmm. Chris and Mr. Ed. No. In that order, in descending order of, of importance. Is Mr. Ed science fiction? I think we we had a vote last year about if Tom and Jerry was science fiction or not, and everyone said yes. <laughs> so if, if Tom and Jerry is science fiction, then I think that uh, Mr. Ed is also science fiction. 100%. I mean, just based on the facts. Based on the facts. Why don't you uh, tell the people we watched? We watched a 2019... Science fiction drama television series produced by Apple TV starring Jason Momoa and Alfre Woodard. C. C. S E E. S E. Just go ahead and e. round us off the IMDb blurb here. Far in a dystopian future. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Far in a dystopian future. Dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> the human race has lost the sense of sight and society has found new ways to interact, build, hunt, and to survive. All that is challenged when a set of twins are born with sight. Ooh. Listeners and viewers who are new, we do no research. We we literally do nothing. Like, we might see a title, we might see a trailer, we might see the poster, but we don't do anything in regards to finding out what we're actually watching. So the moment that Jason Momoa appeared on screen, I was like, oh, uh, this is like the sixth show that I've seen <laughs> involving him with, um, like, he's, like, I, like maybe that's just... Like his shtick. You know how like Pierce Brosnan didn't want to be typecast as James Bond, like the slick kind of British guy? Yeah. Maybe Jason Momoa is cool being typecast as the rugged, rough well, like outlander. <laughs> he's huge. Like it's it's like he's so physically imposing, he's gonna get put into certain roles, right? And at yeah. least doing sci fi or fantasy stuff, uh, as is I mean, I guess this is this is very much adjacent. <laughs> It at least gives him some range, right? Some other stuff to do besides beat up Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Why could, like, do you think he's got, like, a romantic comedy turn? Just, like, waiting in the wings, you know? Who like, who would they cast with Jason Momoa? Like, who would be the female lead? How old is Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa is 42. It doesn't matter because in the world of Hollywood, men can be 50 and the women can be 25. Paul Rudd is however old he is. I got it. I got it. Uh, tell me. Reese Witherspoon. Done. And Jason Momoa. She is a actress who goes out to Hawaii to research a role, and she falls in love with her swimming instructor. Bam. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that a Ben Stiller movie? Oh, I don't know. No, no, it's not. No, I'm thinking of something I else. mean, there, there's a movie with um, it's Blue Crush. Kind of got similar vibes. Except surfer and hotel worker instead of actress and football player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything's Anyways, been off done. Topic. Everything's been done. <laughs> we're already off topic. Uh. So did you... <laughs> yeah. So when you look at this movie... Show. This show, excuse me, on IMDb, I guess, so there's two seasons. And Dave Batista's face is on the cover of season two with Jason Momoa. So I'm pretty interested. Like, that's pretty... I, I, it's interesting because I don't remember ever seeing the two of them... At the same time. Very interesting. Snow Angel comments that he does the Viking persona well. Well, I think it's the long hair. I mean, he's bulky, obviously, and he's only gotten bigger in it later in his career. Uh, the tattoos help. 
you know, the whole thing. So just to, to round out the facts, I'm on IMDb, so let's just let's just go through them here. This show has a 7.7 out of 10 star rating with 68,000 reviews. Uh, this first episode uh, is sitting at, look at me how prepared I am. It's sitting at 8.3. Uh, the first season seems to stay in the high sevens, low eights. Does that thing where a few of the episodes in the middle go down. One in the middle keeps up. So. Peaks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I'm suspecting, like, considering how this first episode goes, I, I suspect there's a time jump. I don't think we're going to get a, a direct continuation from episode one, so I could see how that could impact some things. Uh, over on Rotten Tomatoes, 63% average tomato meter, 85% average audience score. Metacritic, 40, based on 25 critical reviews, and a user score of 7.3, generally favorable, based on 102 ratings, and 84% of Google users like this TV show. So, not like glowing reviews, but positive, right? Above average. Above average. It's odd to see that 63% tomato meter. It's still fresh, but I wonder, I mean, that's for the whole, the series as a whole. Um, so we could easily, you know, I don't know if yeah. season two could drop off. Do we know if they're getting a season three? I read that it was confirmed, yes. Filming having already commenced in May of 2021. Okay, so there's a good bit of this already. So the last couple of shows we reviewed for Apple TV were brand new. They only had one season. They've been renewed, but they only have one season. This is already two seasons ready for a third, so it's a little bit more mature, I guess. It's obviously found a good stride if they're continuing to to renew it. But that's enough facts. Chris, why don't you share us, share with us your thoughts and opinions? I kind of dug this show. I thought there's been a couple of... um things that have been released like i want to say in the past four or five years what was that movie with sandra bullock the bird one? Oh, was it bird box bird or box where i didn't watch it something where they can't they can't see things like if they see an alien or a monster it'll kill them like, right they, they're not blind but they have to right, right, blind right, right. Themselves. they blindfold themselves yes, yeah. yes and then there was what, was what was it a quiet place yeah with jim yeah. from the office john krasinski and his wife emily blunt he's trying so hard to overcome jim from the office I don't think like he. I think he actually really embraces. He it. He does like, but everything he's been cast in since that, he's just well, like, I'm gonna become an action movie star. Choose. Yeah, that's true. Right, that's true. He can pick and choose. He's also apparently a really good director. Everyone seems to agree that A Quiet Place was a great movie. But what these movies do, or these shows do, they present a different way or a different experience for the media that you're you're getting. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't mean to sound insensitive, but it's obvious that a blind person will never be able to experience the world that I can. And I and I will never be able to experience the world in the same way that they can. But trying to make a show where everyone is blind, that's really interesting. Yeah. Like the way that they adapt to their surroundings, like they walk with sticks, like they poke the ground in front of them. And they any anyone who's ever walked around their house in the middle of the night with the lights off knows exactly what I'm talking about when you're walking with your hands out like this. You know, you got one up here, you got one kind of down here, so you just can't bump into anything. Or if you do, you catch yourself before you actually, you know, bang your knee on the kitchen table, right? Because everyone, or not the coffee table. Yeah. The ropes, very cool. The way that, like, I don't want to say, like, these people have unlocked different specializations when they're leveling up, but the people who can, like, hear really well, Mm. that one guy has, like, tubes coming out of his ears, like, directly pointed in front of his face, so any audio gets amplified. Yeah, any sounds. I think they call them the, the sentiers or something like that. Well, the sentiers had 
gauges yeah, on the side of their noses to like expand yeah. out, you know, what they could smell. Yeah. And they were accurate. Then, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, they're going to be wrong or something. Like, no. <laughs> they're like, yeah, there's a couple hundred horses right over there and a bunch of men yeah. and dogs because they could get a whiff in the wind. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool. The way they presented the world, like, I, I, I can't use the word believable because I don't know. <laughs> but... Like, it's believable. Like it doesn't have to be yeah. something you've experienced. Like the the extrapolation they're making makes sense. Like I, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Oh, they have a bunch yeah. of chimes next to the cliff, so they don't walk off the cliff. Oh, that makes sense, right? The right. the ropes suspended above the ground, uh, in between like the village is a grid, and there's ropes along the way, so you can follow the ropes and get to wherever you're going. On top of the ropes, they're waving in front of them and what have you, more using more like whips. Mm-hmm. No, it works. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was really neat. I really enjoyed the acting. <laughs> I don't know how to act blind. I mean, like, I, I think you just look ahead. Like, you just can't look at anything or anyone, right? You just have to hyper-focus and just never move your head if you, like, see something when you're acting, right? Oh, um, sure. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought all the performances were okay. I mean, Jason Momoa is Jason Momoa, you know. He's kind of the same thing in everything that he plays. Like take he'll that always, back. like take it back. He'll always be Ronin to me. Uh <laughs> yeah. I I think he likes screaming in other languages, like made up languages. I think he's into it, you know? I think he enjoys letting loose and just screaming <laughs> nonsense. Like the the yeah. subtitles at one point just say ritualistic chanting. Like they're not even oh, trying to translate the, or anything. The kata thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in all, um, I really enjoyed the little bit of world building that we got. I really enjoyed the way that I guess humans would evolve if we lost one of our senses. Yeah, how we would overcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's that's always like like in most science fiction, like whenever alien races are discussing humans, like in the future, it's it's always a, almost always a point of emphasis is our ability to adapt and overcome, which is pretty cool that we're getting that on a. Like on a macro scale, but still a micro scale because we're on Earth. But it's pretty cool. How about you? I enjoyed the presentation and I enjoyed the world building. And obviously, I, you know, the action is, we, you didn't mention it, the action is really, really good and very, very interesting because everyone is, everyone's blind. Uh, so it definitely, uh, it definitely has a lot of aha moments like, oh, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I can see why he's, why they are, you know, he's doing this this way or she's doing that that way. You know, like ladders get put up and they're like, okay, I heard it, but where is it? Like they can't, they know it's nearby, but trying to yeah, just, navigate just look it. for it. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, my my roommate walked in a little after the, the show had already started and they, I explained to them, oh, everyone's blind because there was a virus in the tw- 21st century, very on the nose. And all the people are dead, blah, blah, blah. They're all blind. And then the ladders popped up and they were like, why don't they just knock them down? And I was like, I just told you they, they can't see. <laughs> uh, Have you ever seen uh, Benjamin Avatar in The Last uh, Airbender? No, I haven't. I'm a okay. uh, sacrilege, I know. Uh, someone in chat here, uh, the best part of this show is the close combat five sequences, and they don't come until episode three or four. And then it gives a spoiler link, which I'm not clicking. A close combat would be very interesting, like one-on-one, how they figure out where each other are, trying not to make noise while you're trying to detect noise, I imagine. Be very, very interesting. No, I, I liked all of that. The story itself, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I was. It's probably the, the least impressed I've been with our Apple TV deep dive, as it were. 
there's some there, we talk about how everything makes sense and then the queen of the witch finders queen kane i think was her name her palace is a dam which is okay yeah it's a source of power there's a turbine moving like source of power literally which makes it a source of power in in this type of post-apocalyptic world there's like a dead body hanging in the background <laughs> and all i can think of is like i get that aesthetics don't really matter like the color of something doesn't matter because they probably have no concept of color right right and i don't know that that's like such an obvious thing to say about a society of of people who are all blind but it's it's something you have to think about because you're so used to seeing things right i'm so used to seeing color and because i'm you know to various degrees or what have you that it it took me a minute to be like oh who cares if this is this doesn't match that or whatever. Like they don't know and they don't care. Right. It doesn't mean anything to them, but that palace, the dead body hanging in the background, it was just dirty. And I'm thinking, okay, well these people can still smell and rot and decay is not a good smell. I think that's the point. Okay. So it's, there's definitely medieval analogs. Yeah. Here. I mean, that was something that, that was something that humans did like in London. I'm sure, I'm sure they did it in other capitals, whatever, but like, you know, the kings and queens of England, they would have like a traitor or someone that they called a traitor or an enemy and they would hang them on Tower Bridge for everyone to see. Yeah. And so I, th- I think that's supposed to represent, yeah, that we hung this person and every day that you walk in here, you have to smell the rotting flesh of a traitor. But not... And this this will be your punishment. Yeah, maybe at the I, I mean, entrance, not in the queen's chamber. She doesn't want to. I mean, smell she's that. a psycho. She is a psycho. <laughs> it, she is a psycho. She's a, she's a despot. I mean, it's it's interesting, and I don't know how qualified we are to talk about this. Probably not very, and I don't know how much the show delves into this or not. But this is a a society of people without sight who are persecuting people with sight, and. It, it, it's it's another, and I'm trying to think of a, another show because I feel like we've we've talked about this before. I know we briefly touched on a Wheel of Time with the gender roles, where the, the roles are reversed. Like historically, especially if we're talking about medieval times, if you're if you don't have one of your senses, right? If you're blind or deaf or mute for whatever reason, like that's a huge disadvantage. You're a pariah. People aren't necessarily like like society as a whole isn't necessarily like killing you off, but they're not accommodating you. Right. And there have definitely been periods of time in which various uh, societies or religious organizations have persecuted those or, or seen like, oh, you were born blind. Well, that's the sin of the father or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting analog to see it flipped and maybe taken a little bit more extreme than it is that is today. But I think there's definitely a, a layer uh, there where as a viewer, you could take a, an extra step and kind of put yourself in this universe and, and maybe see how it applies, you know, to what you're doing every day. Like, how are okay. you, how are you uh, not persecuting people who are, are um, differently abled, but how are you, I guess, not a cop? I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. No, I gotcha. Not, that not you're, tolerant. Yeah. How are you intolerant, even if by accident, right? How, how is that, how's that impacting? So I think, and I don't know, I, judging from the show, I don't know if it's really going to spend time on that. I did read an article <laughs> about, there are at least five actors who are actually blind in the show there was a i guess a, a huge advocate for and i'm trying to find their name because I, I don't recall it uh there was a huge advocate for blind people in cinema who was in, was involved in the show and they worked with momoa 
apparently he walked around with as a blindfold for a couple of weeks. Like I say, walked around like he practiced acting his roles actually blind mm. as a way to, to experience it. So you you were talking earlier about well, how do you even act that? It was like well, you practice, <laughs> you practice quite a bit. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> and then you have people on yeah, on that's hand what I'm saying. So like review it and and really get involved. It, it it takes it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, I'm gonna vibe check you. Uh oh, I got. It's going to be two video games because I, that, I know that's our favorite analogy in this, on our show. <sighs> yeah. I got a little bit of Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Did you ever play that? Odyssey to the... I don't... Is that the one where... No, I don't think I played it. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. It's kind of like a Prince of Persia 3D platformer, a little bit of action combat, but it's in the it's in the ruins of the old world. Hmm post-apocalyptic or post-something. Post-something. Because they have all the, like, they they even talk about it where Magra, um, Jason Momoa's um, lady friend, his special lady friend and the mother of his adopted children, like, even talks about how the man that is the father of her kids said that, I I think he said, like, the, the smooth stone, like, that keeps moving. And I think for a second, I thought he was just talking about rocks. But then I guess I realized that he's either talking about, like, concrete like on a building or maybe like on a like a highway because they are both smooth stone that never stops right Mm. and how that wasn't made by god that was made by man but um i also got some fallout vibes specifically with the brotherhood of steel who's an organization in the canon devoted to hoarding advanced technology to prevent man from doing what he to prevent man from doing what they did again which was destroy the world and I think that because we I don't know how long it takes place between when humans lost their sight and when the show starts. They may have mentioned it and I just didn't catch it. But if generations and generations of blind people centuries, yeah, are born that and part of their oral traditions is when man had sight, we ruined the world. So that's where that comes from, I guess. When you talk about how they would flip it back then, if you lost one of your senses, then you were considered less than. Yep. And now here, if you have all of your senses. You're a threat. You know, you're less than or you are a threat. Which is funny because I would assume that if you could see, because I'm not any of those. I'm not blind. I'm not deaf. I'm not mute. But I guess if you could see that. You are, you don't have a sense of taste. Fair enough. (laughs) But if you were blind, like your sense of smell or maybe your hearing wouldn't be as strong because your, your ability to like absorb information is focused through our eyes. Like I had a discussion with a friend of mine in a discord because he said it was weird that I reread books or I play story-based games again. It's like, well, you've already you've already gotten the story. Why would you do it again? And I said that it's no different between playing through Mass Effect again than watching a Harry Potter movie for the fourth time. And it was just it was just a disagreement in our viewpoints. And my argument is that I'm absorbing the information with my eyes, no matter what. What's the difference? But yeah, I mean, it is. It's I it's thought provoking in a way. Mm-hmm. What would my life be like if I couldn't see? Just, yeah, like how would that how would that go? It's speculative yeah. fiction, I guess, which is which is a, a nice little subgenre of uh, of science fiction. Not one that we've really delved into. I mean, maybe um, what was it? Only Battle Tanks uh, precursor. No, Could we? Well, I mean, that's speculative in a way. Well, I mean, a lot. I mean, all science fiction is speculative. So just to get no, sure, yeah, sure, sure. This is more like this is speculative. Would be like let's just change one thing. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. a bigger. That's more of a science fiction okay. story. Well, it was trying to be a love story, but it was not great. <laughs> don't take, 
relationship I, advice I th- from movies, especially that one. Wow. I think we determined that it was it was not a love story. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's presented it as a love story. Not, it devolves yeah. very much into a. Uh, it's creepy. It's very <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Regardless. So overall, presented very very well. The uh, we had a comment about the the fight scenes being really really well done. I um, mean, it sounds like they're going to get better. Very interested in seeing that. I think I'm a bigger fan of how the story is being told than I am of the story itself, if that makes sense. And the queen creeped okay. me out, man. I didn't care for her. But I mean, it's just supposed to creep me out. But they, I don't know. They kind of went far. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I, I was very much taken aback by her behavior. That's how I'm going to put it. Uh, but we'll see. I, I, uh, I do like the way they say I can hear I can hear you lying, like a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of I can tell or I can see or whatever. It was very interesting. It's been proven that the human body reacts differently when you lie as opposed to when you tell the truth. Sure. Right? Sure. So it's interesting that they'd be able to just hear the lie or maybe feel the lie. I don't know enough. But a, a lot of them can do it. Like so many people are like, I can hear, I can hear the, the lies. You can't get past me. And I'm like, well, are they all just, is everyone just bad liars? Do you think anyone can actually see that they just pretend to be blind? Oh, keeping it to themselves? Yeah. Unlikely, but that might be, at least not in this tribe and probably not in the main shanty town for the queen, but uh, it's possible. There is a character whose name is very complicated to say, Jerla Morell. Yeah. Who's a, who's a person who can see. And I guess in a world full of blind people, I, that's a saying, right? In the land of the blind, the one who can see is king or whatever. Mm, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. How do people know that you can see, right? Like, but unless you tell them. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if there's anyone who lives in this world who can actually see, but just doesn't tell anybody they can see because A, people don't know or can't tell, and B, they'll be killed. I'm trying to think of how you would find it out. There's things that, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, the centiers or whatever are able to tell from pretty far away that there are horses, men, a couple hundred of them, right? A huge army. Oh, well, a couple hundred people. It's a pretty big army for what we're talking about. Yeah. And a sighted person probably wouldn't develop or gain those other enhanced senses, for lack of a better term. Like, they probably wouldn't yeah. be able to hear from very far away or smell that well. So, and there are definitely, like, sight is limited in that you could see an army of horses, uh, of horsemen, but not through a forest, right? So you're limited. Mm-hmm. You're still limited. There's definitely advantages. One-sided person in a fight against a few blind people, like in the blind army, <laughs> is, there's there's a definite advantage there, being able to, to immediately see where someone is and, and take True. away. I mean, the, these people are, they've been doing it a long time. This is the way they uh, insert Bane reference here. They grew up in it. And so they're really, really good at it. But there's still, you know, I don't know, like even if they're 99% there, it's still not 100. I don't know. So I, I can see where some things would be, they would be really, uh, would, would be advantageous to be able to to, uh, to see and other instances mm-hmm. where they're useless, right? So I don't know. I don't know if it's just uh, you get caught through a sequence of events. Uh, there might be a test they give people to see if they can see or not, to see if they can see, to tell if they can see or not. <laughs> if you just like a slip of the tongue, you know, like, uh, hey, man. Do you know if anything's out there? Like, no, nah, I don't see anything. I, I mean, I doubt that they. Would, I didn't hear anything. Well, you wouldn't hmm. say that because they're. Yeah, I, I, I don't sense anything or whatever because that's what they're used to saying. Yeah. Is they wouldn't. They right. would, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. 
Um, I have a feeling we're going to be shown that. Like, I have a feeling that there's it's going to tell us at some point or show us show them finding someone out. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. I was just thinking about it during while I was watching the show, mm-hmm. specifically during the battle scene. If like, I wonder if you like actually couldn't fight. You would have to pretend that you can't. Like, not only would you have to pretend that you can't see. You would also have to pretend that you're not as able to sense things as well as other people. Like you would be intentionally gimping yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, is that the because, word we want to use? <laughs> uh, you 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 would uh, be intentionally portraying yourself as a weaker person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you would have to be just a hermit in the woods, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I wonder if how did the guy build the bridge across that ravine? The same way anyone's ever built a bridge. <laughs> The bigger question is, why didn't he make the planks wider? Oh, I'm Googling it. How to build a rope bridge. (laughs) Hmm. Well, I think you do the thing where you... I I think there's two schools of thought. You would, like, throw spears across the the ravine with maybe a rope tied to them. Or you would, like, tie a rope. Or you would have, like, a coil of rope and climb down and then climb up. I guess. The rope would have to be... Yeah. I mean, it had to be pretty long rope anyways because they put it around the tree. Yeah. There are several YouTube videos on it. Bing isn't helping me out. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I have no idea how he did it. Uh, maybe they'll talk about it. Uh, who knows? If anyone knows how to build a rope bridge, send yeah. us a link. Let us know. We'd appreciate it. It'll be it'll be awesome. Uh, overall, worth the price of subscription? This show specifically, I don't know. But just in general with Apple TV+, Plus, we've already discussed it several times. It's $5. <laughs> <laughs> it is $5. So for $5, you get access to an entire library. You get some science fiction, you know, obviously, as we, you and I are fans of the science fiction genre, but we watch other things besides science fiction. Believe it or not, listeners, <laughs> it's not the only thing I watch. And so, I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked on the app for anything else besides the stuff that we've agreed to watch, but we talked about it with Finch. Yeah. It's less than a movie ticket to see a good Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I would agree. I don't know if this show is worth the price of subscription, but overall, if you're looking for some new stuff to watch, uh, you're in a rut as far as uh, as media media goes. Apple TV's a great choice or Apple TV Plus, I should say, despite how they put their ugly logo on every single poster. <laughs> it's pretty good. The app itself is better than Paramount Plus, but not as good as uh, Netflix. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that, that continues to uh, get better. I don't know. HBO Max is still a crappy app. Oh, yeah. HBO Max is still pretty bad, too. I it, We've been we've had streaming apps for 15 years now, and no one can just give me a good, simple UI. Well, I, I think Netflix and Disney Plus probably do the best job. Hulu's okay. I, I sometimes have trouble starting new episodes on Hulu, but yeah. I think for the most part it does a pretty good job. Yeah. So. Well, at least Disney knocked it out of the park. Of course, they would. <laughs> Did you have an idiot of the show? Uh-oh. You you knew exactly what I was about to ask you. <laughs> Cut me off. I I guess the I don't know if I do or don't. Oh, you know what? I do. Where what is this guy's name? Let me pull him up because I've already forgotten it. Oh, I think I know who it is. This guy, Gather Bax, played by Mojin Ar- Aria. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that name correctly. He betrays his entire tribe. Like everyone, like we see him holding hands with a a, a lady um, later in the episode when he kind of rejoins the tribe. And I'm like, he was going to kill her. He was going to kill everyone he ever or grew up with because of 
re- religious doctrine. So yeah, idiot. <laughs> I mean, that's is that's borderline. I mean, it's borderline terrorist, right? Like it's this close. He's a traitor. He's uh, yes. He's a traitor. He's a traitor to the cause. Gatherbacks is in fact also my idiot of the show. If you're a first time listener, or first time viewer, we pick a character, or I think. We pick a character in the show, and on a very few occasions, we pick a character in real life <laughs> to be the idiot. Very few. Like, yeah. I think whoever greenlit a movie once, I said, was the idiot of the movie. Mm-hmm. But we just pick someone whose actions just indicate that they're an idiot. And you are right. This guy is willing to betray his entire family. Because this isn't necessarily like... This is a tribe of people. And in tribal society, it's like everyone is your family. The phrase, it takes a village to raise a kid is never more appropriate in a tribe because you see everyone every day. Everyone works for the betterment of the community. And this guy is willing to literally throw all of that away because he stole someone's personal effect and it just happens to have the name of a person who can see. Like, he's an idiot. Yep. There's the, uh, looking at the list of, or the cast list, the lady that he's holding hands with later, the one who is obviously antagonistic as well, has the same last name as him. So that could be his wife oh, it could be his sister Souter. yeah Souterbacks Souter is his aunt aunt okay it could be his aunt <laughs> his <laughs> mother i don't know but it's a family member right of some kind so he was he's just throwing it all away it's just wow it's a lot how many episodes is he in four good <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that i feel that this first season i don't think we mentioned it it is how many episodes eight eight episodes Season two is also eight episodes. So 16 episodes total. So we are in the new age. Two seasons equals half of one season from the 90s. <laughs> but uh, the quality is there. This is prestige television for sure. Oh, sure. Unrelated to the show that we watched, there was another show on Apple Plus TV or Apple TV Plus that we were thinking about watching. That's also kind of speculative fiction, alternate history about how the space race, if it continued. Oh, yes. We're not, we don't we don't plan on watching that for the podcast. I might watch it on my own, but uh, I just thought about it for anyone who wanted other recommendations. It looks really good. The, the There's a couple of drama movies I saw in there that I might check out. Uh, yeah. There's a Will, Will Ferrell dark comedy that I'm probably going to watch later today. Definitely check it out. It's seven day free trial. You can binge some pretty good sci-fi shows. Uh, check out Finch. Uh, I mean, foundation was really fun. Yep. But other than that, I don't have anything else. Same. Okay. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us, whether you're, you're listening in the future or watching us live, whatever it is. Uh, if you have suggestions for anything else for us to watch, as long as it's science fiction or science fiction adjacent, you can send those suggestions our way and we'll watch it. Sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. If you want to email or you can hit us up on the Twitter at sci-fi wise guys. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. You want to B-roll us out? Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And um, I guess don't take your sight for granted. <laughs> I I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. So. I guess. Don't, Develop those other senses now, folks. Don't. You'll need don't it. Don't betray your entire family to a, a, a murderous, uh, to, with yeah. murderous intent. How's yeah. that? If, if an organization called The Witch Hunters approaches you. The Witch Finders, just, yes. Yeah, the witch fight. Yeah, just don't get involved. Witch hunters. Now we're doing a, a Vin Diesel crossover. <laughs> He'll be in season three. That's what I want to see. Oh, gosh. Kaldor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye.